You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com, you sexy little bitch. The Phantom Man Ass, take one. Damn it! Sorry, you can use that joke again in the show. This is pre-show. You you were looking forward to that, weren't you? I was. You are listening to The Phantom Man Ass with Tim Beasley. No? I don't know what that means. Are you making an insinuation that I don't have any ass? Because you may be correct, but that's quite rude. You're actually listening to Radio Free Mandalore, news, reviews, and occasional interviews from a galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick, with me as always. Just going to skip right over that, huh? Just going to skip right over the the insult of the century. Sure. And with me as always is... You motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) No ass Tim. No ass Tim. And I'm just Kevin. Just Kevin. Yeah. Some ass. I do have an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today... Jackass Patrick. That's fine. Get back at you. What are you guys sipping on? Because I made a cocktail and I am loving it right now. What'd you make? What'd you make? What'd you make? Crown and Coke with three maraschino cherries and a little bit of the juice. Mm. It's kind of like an alcoholic Rob Roy. Mm. Fucking loving it. I don't have my DiSerona today. I'm just drinking hot tea. What the um, I'm just fuck? water. What the fuck is... Hey, it's actual a... nighttime for you guys. Yeah, there will yeah. be breaks. Maybe I'll go get something during the break. These hey, guys, man. these guys, they don't know how to podcast. I don't even know they, if I have alcohol. They've the forgotten right their now. roots. I don't know. Well, you know, you get married and have a kid, so. Mm. Yeah, you, you should definitely have alcohol in the house. Seriously. Or in my case, you get old and you get forgetful and you walk up to the podcasting room and remember you didn't bring your alcohol and you're just too lazy to go downstairs and get it. You should have a mini bar in there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on my list. Look, I, I don't know if you can see it. There's two empty DiSeronos. That's where the bar will be. Uh, you can't see it because of the microphone. Damn it. Two empty DiSeronos right <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm I love, sure how, I love how you move the mic and then start talking. <laughs> well, I, I got a little louder. <laughs> and everyone in the podcast is trying to see. Mm-hmm. They were there. Trust me. I still need to buy some DiSerono. Okay, what is this? This has nothing to do with Phantom Man ass. All right. (laughs) In preparation for Obi-Wan, we're going to talk about our favorite movie Mm. of all time. The Return of the Shit, the all-anal final chapter. Dun-dun-dun. The Watto Chronicles, episode one. (laughs) Sadly, there were only two episodes. (laughs) I mean, I have some fan fiction if you guys want to read that someday. What is it take place? When when is your fanfic your Watto fan fiction take place? It's actually a prequel. Whoa. It's like it's the episode one, but of Watto Watto. You see him when he's a little kid. Yeah, it's Watto, way back. Little it's... Watto? <laughs> Watto? Little Watto? 
he has like all his teeth, not just like one that's like sawed off. Or he's got he's got a full set of teeth. He's got abs. He doesn't have a beer belly. Uh, no cane. We definitely get to see how he breaks that tooth off, right? You always have to do that kind of beer stuff bottle. in a prequel, like when Indiana bottle. Jones whipped him, the little young Indy whipped himself and and split his chin open. You got to do that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. All right. We'll we're bring gonna it. See, we we're going to see the first feeding. time he receives a brand new pristine chance cube. <laughs> oh, the colors go all the way to the edges. Exactly. <laughs> it's not frayed or, you know what, what I love about that is, you know, that was like really used. Mm-hmm. He, he, he did a lot of gambling in his day. I like mm-hmm. that. We might see, we might see some, uh, some Lando in there. Maybe. Sure. Why not? Fuck it. Hmm. I don't know if that works out timeline wise because I'm just talking. It doesn't, out of my it doesn't have right to. Now. It's fan fiction. I don't know if it's a, it's a prequel. I don't know if Lando's alive yet. But well, in our old episodes, we talked about bringing in Lando's grandfather, Grando. Grando Calrissiano. <laughs> but he's he's yeah. Italian. He's it Italian, be, not black. It used to be Calrissiano, but it, you know that he <laughs> he landed on a a planet where he's he had to like change his name. He landed the Concourse. Change his, I was going to change his name. <laughs> You know, yeah, we no can see the two of them gambling game. against each other, but they're both cheating. Like Grando's got the little card thingy in his wrist. Watto's got his chance cubes that are like unevenly weighted, so they flip over for him. This is gonna be fun. I thought you already wrote it. I mean, talking about it. Oh, okay, Patrick, you need to get some. You need to get writing credit for that one because you just gave that. I yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe just like a little consulting credit, you know. It's it's Tim's it's Tim's screenplay, two percent screenplay. I do expect you to finish this fan fiction so that we could read it. Sure. <laughs> now, are you going to play get, the part I'll of Wano, right or are you going to be Grando? <laughs> I'm Grando Carriziano. They have the exact same voice. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what's his name? Um, oh, Game of Thrones guy. Um, George R. R. Martin just typing away with one finger. His- <laughs> That's going to be the thing. Every week we're going to be Tim. Where's the fan fiction? Not done yet. Not done yet. Not done yet. I wrote one sentence in the last two weeks. It's being recently- adapted by HBO, but I haven't finished it yet. He recently ordered a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to know what death sticks are. Did we? Did, is is that in the extended lore at all? Uh, maybe. Mm. I got to imagine it's drugs, right? I'll tell you what. I'll look it up on Wikipedia, and then I'll also check the non-canon, like the old canon, and see if they ever showed up somewhere. I think it did. Snookopedia? So I did that. Uh, Snookopedia. Sure. Snookopedia. Damn it. Snookopedia. Uh, I've already derailed this. I'm pretty sure we started derailed. Yeah, yeah, but I tried to get us back, and then I immediately started asking questions that sent you into a Google hole. Wikipedia hole. Ew. Fuck. I'm sorry, everyone. I'll tell you what. Death sticks show up in Attack of the Clones, so we'll talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to minutes. think here. So, Tim, did you... I know I did. I'm, I'm assuming Kevin did. Did you see Phantom Menace in the theater? Yeah. 
I can never remember how old you were. I was when a it small child. How old were you? What was it? 90... 99. 99. Yeah, I would have been May 12. of 1999. Oh, okay. All right. I can never, I don't remember how old you were. Seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Oh. So this was like, this was your Star Wars. Unfortunately, uh, the, yes. The originals like, were your dad's Star Wars. That makes this well, your Star Wars. <laughs> I had watched them, but I was I was also at that that age where, weirdly enough, like watching Clash of the Titans, I loved, mm-hmm. but watching the original Star with Wars, the, with the I didn't. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I love that claymation look of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like rotoscoping and everything, like it just looked terrible to me. Mm. So I didn't follow along with it too much. But yes, to your point, Star Wars, the original trilogy was my dad's. And then I came into this, and then I that's eventually back when rewatched the, all of them. The TIE Fighters still had squares around them. Did they? <laughs> yeah, you could see like a square. When the TIE Fighters would like turn like this, when you watch uh-huh. the old, old VHS ones, you could oh, literally okay. see a square around them for the special effects. I was like, Got I taken out that on the DVD, bro. No, not on the DVDs. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we had the old VHS, like the three-pack VHS and stuff. I'm sure he had the orig- like original copies mm-hmm. and stuff, but we, I remember growing up, I had a, had like Vader's helmet on it, you know, and the stormtrooper. And I think Yoda were the three, right? Well, it was literally like a, like a three pack. Yep. But each one, like one had Vader, one had a stormtrooper. And I think one had, had Yoda. I don't know. It was literally like an encased. And then then they were encased in a, in a box around that too. What I had was just, you would pull the, you would pull the VHS out of the, Maybe he, maybe he threw the individual cases away. He's like, I don't maybe. need these. It was like, it was like golden, it all together it was like or not? Golden black. That's oh, you had that yeah. version. Oh, yeah. okay. I remember, okay. I, remember I, know yeah, that I had those ones. Too. I had those yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was, this was like, I look back and I'm like, wow, this movie was amazing. Like, cause at that time, you, you know, I identified so much with Anakin cause he's a, a boy was, going on an adventure and I was just was close to your age. still a boy. Yeah. He right. was, what what is he in the in the movie nine nine or ten depending on who you yeah. trust? So I was a little bit older than him. So mm-hmm. like nine, it you're three years older. Yeah, you it lived, definitely you lived in a junk shop. You what? And you lived in a junk shop. <laughs> I did not live in a junk shop. But but you liked to tinker. I would have loved to have pod raced. Like I remember yeah. a video game came out, and then they had like the arcades the next year. Oh yeah, and we were going crazy mm-hmm. for that shit. Then, then I watch it now and I go, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> well, I think that was a lot no, of people. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people. That was me too. I mean, I was 19 when the movie came out. This is right after my, my first year of college. And I remember like, you know, I don't know um, how you, I mean, like you guys, or Patrick Howell was with you. Like, I mean, Star Wars growing up was like, it's not like you had to hide it, but you didn't go publicly like saying, oh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Not like how it is today. So right. like leading up, and I remember after, you know, my freshman year when they, when we knew that episode one was coming out that, you know, there was some hype and, but then again, there was like, you know, in college with a bunch of 18, 19 year olds, like, Oh, you know, we don't like Star Wars. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's a kid's movie. But, um, I remember, you know, coming back to California and go with my, you know, my, my you know, some of my best friends, we went to go watch it because, you know, we're we're big star Wars fans. That's going to be, and it ends up being our, our tradition is, is every time the movie came out, we went to go see it. And I still remember Irvine spectrum. That's where we went to go see it. Um, but, but you know, I remember the excitement of like, Oh my gosh, like I barely remember watching return of the Jedi in theaters. Barely remember that. And I want to say there was a time in the eighties 
or maybe like early 90s when they re-released the trilogy mm. in movie theaters and maybe I went to go see it. I don't remember. But I remember thinking like, oh, wow, this is like, this is going to be a, like, a, I, I don't want to use this phrase, but a core memory because mm-hmm. um, this is be like the first time that I can remember watching a Star Wars movie in a theater with a whole bunch of people. Um, but, you know, I guess over the years, that excitement starts to wear down because you <laughs> you really like peel back the layers and be like, Oh, this this movie did not age well. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let me think. For me, I think growing up, I mean, I was one when Star Wars came out, and four when Empire came out, and seven when Jedi came out. I know Return of the Jedi was the first movie I ever saw in the theater four times. I I know that, but it was kind of when you're seven, it's like, what are you gonna do? You get dumped off at like somebody else's house with a bunch of other kids when your parents are busy and the mom's like, we'll just take everyone to see Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember like I, I had seen it four times. And for, for me at that age, it was like, I can't believe I got to see this movie four times. Because <laughs> that was unheard of to like see, be able to go to the movie more than once. Because usually your parents would be like, no, you've seen that. Why would we pay for that again? Oh, yeah. um, I, I've, I don't think I ever saw movies a second time as a kid in the theaters. And I think it was with a different yeah, group. Like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So just growing up, like wondering, knowing that they were called four, five, and six, what's going to happen in one? What's going to happen in episode one when he finally makes episode one? But but there was, like Kevin said, there was definitely a period of time, probably in the late 80s, where it was like, just because of the age that I was when they came out, that people my age were starting to do the like, what Star Wars, Star Wars is for kids. You don't still like Star Wars, do you? Cause if you do, then you're still a kid. And then you had, you know, mm-hmm. so for many years I pretended I was just like, Oh yeah, Star Wars, whatever. But when I got to high school, I started to meet other people who were still into it. And that's when the, um, when the heir to the empire book came out, which I didn't even read till much the later. Hair. But I saw hair. To, yeah. The hair to the empire hair with Luke Skywalker, <laughs> which we use, which we're going to, we're going to circle back on a future episode and talk about this because there's rumors they're going to they're going to adapt the book for Disney Plus down the road. That'd be kind of cool. That'll be interesting, though. I mean, I think that's probably where a lot of these shows are leading because it would be Thrawn coming back. But I'm going to save that for another night because I have some questions about how you would even pull that off, considering that Leia and Han are major players in the book. But... <laughs> um. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, but so I started meeting people at school that had these books and it got, not only got everyone interested in again, but you started to figure out like who would not make fun of you for still being into star Wars. <laughs> like you found, you found your people that you could talk about it with and not be afraid of like getting stuffed in a trash can. I was six, two in high school, so I wasn't worried to get stuck stuffed in a trash can, but I think some of my friends were, um, but yeah, I saw, I saw this one four times in the theater episode one and it's just like you say like i walked out and was like oh my god that was amazing and i i went to the midnight show on opening night is one of one of the last times i remember waiting in line for a movie because it was before you picked your seats i was there with a bunch of friends i walked out of the midnight and drove immediately to the 3 a.m showing at another theater (laughs) to see it (laughs) again and I didn't have a moment where I walked out and went. Because, I mean, I hear so many people go like, oh, I was anticipating. And then I went and saw it and it sucked and never watched it again. I'm like, I think most people walked out of it going, yeah, Star Wars, awesome. Mm-hmm. It took a no, while for the shine to wear off. I mean, there were things. There were oh, definitely yeah. moments in the theater where it was like, this Jar Jar character is weird. Mm-hmm. 
and the special effects, although they were cutting edge for the time, they still looked weird to me because it just didn't look Star Wars because it was so it was just like too polished. So it took me a moment and there were some weird things with the pacing. And I I remember sitting there the first time going, this is really weird, but I couldn't wait to go watch it again. Saw it that night at 3 a.m. and absolutely loved it because I knew what to expect. And I went back two more times. I think I went, I had to go to work the next morning. I think I went that night. No, 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 no. I, I even remember, I have to check my ticket stubs, but I'm pretty sure that day I skipped because that was the official opening day since I went to like the Thursday night or whatever. And I, I didn't want to deal with it. And then I went like Saturday morning or Saturday night and Sunday morning or something. So by the end of the weekend, I had seen it four times. And I didn't, it, I didn't have that feeling of like, this movie's weird or this movie's bad. It, it took a while to go back and watch it. Maybe when it came out on video, like at home video and got the DVD. And it was just like, there was just a lot of cringy parts. Once I'm sitting in the comfort of my home, you start to realize the parts that when they come on, you get up to get something to drink or something like can't yeah, take, no. I can't take some of these Jar Jar scenes. I think like moving on to like what worked and what didn't, I think mm-hmm. the one thing for me that didn't work was what you just said. It was the, technology that they used to make the film was a more i mean not, and not today's standards is not advanced but it, it was sure. advanced in 1999 and it's well more advanced than what they did um for four or five and six yeah. so i think that, to me that was a little weird yeah. um you know we're watching something that took place in the past but with better technology filmmaking so mm-hmm. it didn't really feel like star wars it didn't really feel like art you know the four five and six that we're used to watching you know on our vhs or like on tv it was it was very different yeah there's a scene in the very beginning when they put when the nemoidians are talking to padme and she's up like on a tv screen mm-hmm. and i'm like everything we've seen in the other movies is pretty much really crappy holograms you know like yeah and everybody's blue yeah how come they have this special tech 30 years or 20 years earlier, 30 years earlier. It was just that, though, that kind of stuff was weird to me the first time going, wait a minute. I hope did they, did they forget what star Wars tech is supposed to look like? Or are they just doing it because they can? And I think that might be the only time you really see, I mean, going back, there's some, there's some parts where I see Vader talking like in, in, in empire strikes back where he's talking to some of the admirals or whatever on a screen. And I go, okay. So they did have that sometimes. But for the most part, it was holograms. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like they should have just stuck with it. And although they did use that, like you see Maul and hologram that way, but the, it just was weird for it to be that early in the, the movie to go like, oh, the tech's very different in a prequel. Yeah. And I think that was probably a big selling point to get people like who saw four, five, and six and mm-hmm. grew up with that to go mm-hmm. watch it. That this is, you know, not the Star Wars that you grew up watching. This is going to be something not your cool. father's Star Wars. Yeah. And, <laughs> definitely for like our generation to get us into the movies because i mean we're young we're impressionable we care about i I don't want to say cgi but we care about like how everything looks on the theater screens like um you know that the computer like the the computer graphic stuff is gonna is is relatively new and it excites us because like this is the future of filmmaking Mm -hmm. um but it's really weird and then i mean going on a different tangent too i think like the, the whole thing of having better technology in the past is a running joke now with Star yeah. Wars and Lucasfilm because you know, I told, I, I, I don't know. If, I know it. I think I've probably talked about this on the previous podcast, but um, if you look at Star Tours at Disneyland and uh, I'm out here, um, 
you know, the original Star Tours that we grew up with, mm-hmm. very, you know, not primitive, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So that's our Star Speeder 2000s or 3000s. And now this the new version takes place in between episode three and four, I think. Oh. It's in the past. So these are oh, Star okay. Speeder 1000s, but yet they have better technology. So the yeah. 3D technology and the better screen. So, you know. That's just the way that we do things, I guess. You guys are <laughs> fucking nerds, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Well aware. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for noticing. Thanks for seeing Fuck me. I feel seen. Know. I feel seen. <laughs> I want nothing more than to shove you both in a locker right now. Try it. <laughs> fucking nerds. Nerds. Uh, the things that worked for me and still do were mall, obviously. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, Qui Gon, and obviously Watto. Watto. <laughs> um, and the things that I thought that were weird then that still don't work for me now are the Nemoidians. And I told this to Tim before. I don't remember where, but I just think that they, all their scenes should have been in an alien language with subtitles, because it's just laughable when you hear them now. Mm-hmm. What? What did you say? <laughs> like, oh God! Just racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay, just, I have a I have a character idea for like these squinty eyed characters. What should what should we make them sound like? I don't know. <laughs> what should we make them sound like? Uh, you fucking racist, Jesus! Christ. And it's like on one hand, it's like oh that it didn't age well, but no, I remember when they came on the screen in '99, going ooh. I don't know if I immediately went like ooh, that's a little racist. I just went, dude, this is campy. It's campy as fuck. Like mm-hmm. so. Uh, they don't even have like huge lines, so it definitely would have been interesting if they just made them a bunch of click noises or some shit, and then just put yeah, something on the screen, like they did with the in the next movie with the uh, what to call it, click clacks, little fly fuckers. The, yeah, the Genosians. Did you say click clacks? Well, click clack was the name of the one they had in Rebels. And they found that one on the planet and they named him <laughs> click clack because that's how he talked. I'm like, ooh, Ezra's a racist. <laughs> 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 they also made a bunch of buzzy noises. I mean, can you imagine if you if you meet an alien for the first time and you just name him whatever the sounds that come out of his mouth? Like if an alien came down and met Tim for the first time and they're like, "This guy's name is Beer Porn." Beer Porn. No, it's <laughs> pretty funny. It's this is this is Beer Porn Fucker. Beer Porn Fucker. <laughs> no, actually, I think they'd be calling you Kitty Cat Butthole. <laughs> he keeps he keeps saying it. Must be his name, Kitty Cat Butthole. <laughs> he keeps singing it. Yeah. This guy won't stop singing about some dude's butthole. Yeah, that 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 opening salvo of of aliens is like holy shit, dude. Mm-hmm. It also cracked me up that we see we see Jedi quick run i don't even know what to call it oh yeah jedi yeah. fast travel but then i don't think we see it ever again ever again <laughs> yeah like why wouldn't you be using that shit all the dude day it was it was yeah it no, felt like he no uh, one would have died in three no nope. order 66 would happen they would have been like fucking i'm gonna speed around yeah. you and slice 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 like it's it looked like george was like oh, i'm gonna introduce a bunch of new force powers that luke never learned and then later went, mm, wait, I have to kill all these guys off. I can't make them too powerful. <laughs> yeah. so we'll just forget about that time when they ran. I mean, I think 
that first opening scene, I was just kind of like, so backing up a little bit, I, I think I told you this, Tim, too, is I bought the book before the movie came out because for some stupid reason, they released it like three weeks before the movie. And so I just sat down and I'm like, don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. But it was the <laughs> day the book came the out. Staring at oh, it. <laughs> I was sitting in the mall holding it. The book came out and I was I was working at GameStop and I was sitting in front of my store waiting for the shipment. I had the day off, but I was waiting. What for do you the mean shipment. by book, though? novelization of the film so we were right by the our store was right next to the bookstore i either had the day off or had the morning off because i went i went in when they opened i got the book from barnes and noble i went and i sat down outside my GameStop, waiting for our shipment to come in because i knew that the action figures were arriving the same day like it was a launch day for everything and i was just going to walk in and with my employee discount buy two of every action figure so I'm just sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and I'm holding the book and I have nothing to do and I'm just waiting because I thought, okay, the shipment will arrive really early. I'll get my stuff and like half an hour goes by and I'm just looking at the book. I'm like, all right, I'll just read a little bit. Like I won't read the whole thing. So it won't ruin the movie for me. You done fucked up. I read the whole book, but I skimmed it so fast. I missed a few pieces. Like I skimmed through it so fast that I kind of missed the whole reveal at the end, which it's obvious when you watch the movie. But it wasn't obvious to me at the time reading the book that that Padme was the queen. Because I was just burning through the book. Now, once you know that they're played by the same person, you're like, okay, <laughs> um, I think I know that it's the same person. Hmm. But I, I must have just not been paying that close of attention. Because then I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, I get it now. Because when I finished the book, I was like, what was the point of the Padme character? <laughs> like, this <laughs> other person just shows up, right? Um, so like, even though I read it first... There were some things I missed because I burned through it so fast. So I kind of knew what to expect in that first scene or thought I knew what to expect, but then just watching it, everything was weird. And it was things like the scream, the Nemoidians, how they talked, how they moved, just lots of stuff. Didn't know what to expect the battle droids to look like until you're actually seeing them basically transform and stuff. But then it got to the moment when Qui-Gon puts the lightsaber through the the blast doors. I was like, oh, all right, this it is makes, pretty cool. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> no sense at all. Scientifically, no. His, his hands would be would be destroyed. So be, yeah, but exactly. it, it just looks so badass. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Unless he had been like, and then force push, like he just well, yeah, he stabbed has his, the door and then pushed he had the some special lava magical away, but... force powers that nobody else knew about. Yep. Maybe that was it. Maybe he could move really fast because he believes in the midichlorians and no one else does they're just oh, like oh Lord. that's garbage midichlorians don't don't they're not real oh, he's like Lord. yeah they are watch how fast they move <laughs> <laughs> and right before they did their their jedi fast run he reached out and touched the speed force i was i was just thinking i was like the midichlorian force I'm like that's so fucking annoying here's the thing with the whole midichlorian thing mm-hmm. if they had just like stuck to that i wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it because you can't say like when you think about the original trilogy mm-hmm. we i mean we don't know exactly at that time how many are left but mm-hmm. very 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 few jedi right we don't even know about yoda till later on so it's like okay he might be the last dude maybe he doesn't know everything about it right right so to say like oh they never talked about that in the original trilogy okay cool we're coming up with new lore. Mm-hmm. We're building it out. And then at the end of three, we see 
we maybe they destroy all the Jedi temples and they destroy all the data banks and like the Jedi knowledge is lost to time. Sure. Only through the passing of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But they just there's so much pushback and they they let it go. Then it became a joke. Then it became you know? a joke. But if you had like stuck to it and explained it more, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been a thing. But then you now we look back and we go, oh. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that story. Yeah. yeah. I think it could have been more interesting if you you know they talked about how Qui Gon was like a different kind of Jedi and walked his own path. I think that they could have made it like a divide in the Jedi of like there's the midichlorian side, and then there's but but not had Qui-Gon give him the test have Qui-Gon it should have been his midichlorian count was low there should have been like the sciencey Jedi who are like no he doesn't he doesn't have the midichlorian count and then you've got like the spiritual side like the Qui-Gons they're just like no I can just I can feel it he's the one yeah. you know and then that mm-hmm. could have been an ongoing debate like just seeing the the Jedi turn on themselves but it, it's like you said they introduced it and then they were just done with it no we're never like- talking about that again Evolutionist versus creationist? What are we talking about here? <laughs> Science about versus religion? I mean, but I've always looked at, at the Jedi as as a religion in and of itself. But sure, but you could you could make the case of like, what if the by this point the council was like that? No, we gave him the test. We we tested his blood. Instead, they would like, lie too heavily on it now. Yeah, and and they're instead they're just like nope, too old. He's too old. Well, <laughs> it's it's interesting because you say that, and then you think like, well, how could they have been duped mm-hmm. by uh by Sidious. Well, maybe that's it. They were relying too much on technology that the sure. council got, you know, we really only see when it comes to the council in, in later movies, we really only see Yoda and sort of mace really mm-hmm. going into any kind of actual probing of the force to figure yep. anything out. Yep. You don't see any of the other masters doing shit, especially in two and three, they're off fighting the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that would have been interesting if they, if they did play that up a little bit. I have a new fanfic coming out. It's uh, a <laughs> science I mean, versus it religion. Also, it 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 would have made sense why down the road, like if Qui Gon was all midichlorians don't matter, then you can assume that maybe Obi Wan would have too. And so by the time you get to the original trilogy, Obi Wan doesn't bring it up. He's not like Luke. Let me test your midichlorians. Yeah, <laughs> he could have been like, midi- nope, midichlorians and bullshit. Was, was bullshit exactly. Because mm-hmm. the way they made it look, it's like Qui-Gon tested him right away, which makes you think so all the Jedi were testing little kids for the midichlorians. Sounds and then just dirty. never, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your kid might be a Jedi. Do you mind if hey, I Hey, kid, give me your blood. His blood? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put this into a Bic razor real quick. <laughs> what was it? Women's Chic or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it did look like the... Um, it's like the sport razor that you could use in the shower. Exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> With a SD card slot, and yeah, somehow you can put blood into the SD card. Dude, that slot. was and that it was Theranos thing, before it was Theranos. You know what I mean? Well, that's the crazy thing. It can what scan no, the blood? Did I get that joke? I did get that. That okay. was nice. <laughs> but I like that it would have to be able to scan the blood and send the results to Obi Wan, but it couldn't actually tell Qui Gon anything about what it scanned because it's not like it sent the blood over. It scanned it. <laughs> Couldn't tell Qui-Gon what it scanned. Sent it to Obi-Wan, who then could interpret it on the Queen's ship for some reason. She's got like a midichlorian computer there. <laughs> he's, 
He's just logging he's like, on. He's logging on to their portal. Jedi, he's like Jedi.org. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be a Jedi.org? <laughs> now, now would it be .org or .gov at that uh, point? Oh like, yeah. Hmm. I guess org. I guess it would be Republic.gov and Jedi.org. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me log into the testing site. Oh, it's Jedi.org.co. Coruscant. Coruscant. <laughs> I thought it was uh, JediTemple.edu. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That was good. That's where you find the archives. <laughs> it is fun. I never thought about that. He puts the blood in. Mm-hmm. Goes Obi Wan analyzes it somehow on the queen uh, ship. On the queen ship. She's just ready for anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, Queen, what do you want in your ship? She's like, um, everything. Mirror plating. A throne, lots of clothes, and just in case, we need a midichlorian calculator. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what's what's a midichlorian? Uh, ask it, don't, ask don't Plagon. Don't worry. <laughs> the, the Jedi are coming. Just just put it on there. Have you heard about these Jedi? They're going around testing everybody's blood. We got to have a midichlorian counter on this bitch. <laughs> Maybe it came standard by that point. All ships come with it's, midichlorian ca- counters. It's, it's actually just an app you download onto the ship's computer. <laughs> It's a web-based Python app. It's a... That's fucking... No, but I'm with you, Tim. If they had just stuck with it, I think I think there's there's a lot of things that he just caved to people bitching. Mm-hmm. And I would have been interested. I don't know if it would have been better or worse. Just interested to see what his original vision for the trilogy would have been. Probably worse, but you never know. Yeah. Just so weird because he he had all the power. Mm-hmm. Just make whatever you want to make, man. I mean, you made the original three, and people fucking loved you for it. Mm-hmm. How, how by how by the time we get to three, are you just phoning it the fuck in where nobody's acting against anyone else? They're acting against green screens. Like I think he just trips just, my balls off. Like I honestly think after the backlash to one, he was just like, "Fuck it, I I have to make these because I started one. I could have walked away then, but." Because I think somewhere there was some interview where he talked about changing episode two and he was so furious with the backlash. He's like, all right, you know what people want? They just want Boba Fett. I'm going to put in Boba Fett. Because <laughs> there's no logical reason to put in Boba Fett. It was just like, I'll just give people what they think they want. Mm-hmm. Now you get Boba Fett's backstory. And the people were like, this is not the backstory we wanted for Boba Fett. Mm, too bad. I had this, I guess he had some elaborate Jar Jar storyline that was supposed to like everything led up to what Jar Jar was supposed to do in episode three. I think he was supposed to save the twins, but then he was just like, no, I'll make him less in two. And then I'll just write him out of three almost altogether. I mean, he's such a bad character though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just wants to sell merchandise. I mean, when you look at the the plot for episode one, I get why you have to put the comic relief in there because little, little kids can't follow trade federation and all this shit. But most, and, most and, adults couldn't follow it. So. I know. But, and by all accounts, a lot of the cast said that Jar Jar stuff was working on the set. Like Ahmed Best was really funny, but the, just the execution of it, when you bring it all together, just didn't work. Mm-hmm. It was just too slapsticky. And you know, his defense yeah. was like, well, people said the same thing about C3PO in the originals. When you watch C3PO back now, it was not that slapsticky. I mean, it was in episode no. two, but when you watch the originals, like, yeah, he was the comic relief, but it wasn't. He wasn't farting. Yeah. Maybe he was. 
<laughs> no, one, <laughs> no one knew. He silently farts, but no, there were no I, farts. No, R R two R two knew. That's what he would like. He oh, would, that's why R two was always so pissed at him. Maybe R two yeah. was the one that was farting. Some of those noises. Maybe. We don't know where those noises were coming from. But I mean, it is it is a thought. Like when you think about what, like you think about all the Jar Jar scenes. If you cut that down by thirty percent, like mm-hmm. you cut a lot of that bullshit out. Mm-hmm. It would probably change the way probably a lot of people perceived him, but you just you went a couple times too many, mm-hmm. and then too far over the line on a and couple were, of those times. There were, and there were a lot of scenes when, when he did something at the end of the scene that the camera just stayed on. Well, not that they were actually filming him, but you know what I mean. Like it just stayed on him, and because he's probably thinking this is hilarious, this is going to kill. I've got to give a beat here for the audience to laugh and stop laughing so they can hear the next scene. Like when they're underwater and he's getting shocked and he's like, I would, it just kind of holds on him. And I'm like, uh, it feels like, um, it feels like what show was I watching? Like it's like in law and order when ever they're about to go to commercials, like something dramatic happens and then they just hold on Elliot for a while and just show his face. <laughs> right. But it's cause they're about to go to commercial. And that's what it felt like. I'm like, so I guess this is where the commercials will cut in when this gets aired on TV. Well, but it's, it's like, just, What's, what's the dude's name that always takes his glasses off and shit from NCS oh, or whatever? Front, yeah, front. Uh, uh, what's his name? David Caruso. David Caruso. Yeah, I was like, well, he he really got the axe. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, where are you looking, dude? Like yeah. nobody just stares off into fucking space. But yeah, you're you're right. It just it, it holds that beat just a little bit too, too long. long, and you're like, mm-hmm. enough for you to look around. Like, what's going on? Okay, it's over. And I get that, I guess, part of the difference was when he made the first three, he didn't, as far as I know, didn't have kids yet. So, like, he was kind of putting kid stuff in there that his kids would want. But I just, it just shocks me that, well, he he was also at a point in his life where I'm sure everybody working at Lucasfilm was just, they were all yes men by that point. Like, who wants to tell Mm -hmm. George Lucas that he doesn't know how to make a Star Wars film? But he needed somebody on that set that wasn't afraid of him that could say, no, that... (laughs) We needed Jar Jar stepping in shit, fart jokes, all this stuff. Like this, we could cut all of this out. Yeah. Because there's yeah, some think, stuff that that still works. Like we joke about all the time. Like Misa give up. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. that's fine. Right. Well, steady, and, and steady. Okay. Like my big my big change that I wish they <laughs> they had done instead was instead of him being banished because he was clumsy, of being banished because he was a coward. Sure. Like they're supposed to be these like fierce warriors, and he just was a coward and at the end he his arc is complete when he goes into battle with them but you could still have that work of my give up <laughs> yeah. like, like it's still that ties in yeah i fought and but then, we gonna die then, so and then towards the end when the, you know they continue to battle but instead they're like no 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 he's banished because he's clumsy and so he's just gonna clumsy his way through the rest of the movie and accidentally blow up a tank <laughs> like all the shit yeah like oh come on well, and then his foot gets trapped in the wires and then he somehow Steps you on know, a gun and it manages to shoot every. He's, well, he's stepping on the spinal column of oh, a droid right, that's right. pulling the trigger, kind of shit. But I'm like, yeah. I never even really considered that the droids were pulling triggers. I guess they technically were, but I guess it's the larger droids, the battle droids, that have them built into their their wrists. But I was just like, it's just like weird. And then he's like, he jumps and then it fires, and I'm like, this is fucking like, not Abbott and Costello type shit, but like way back. This is like fucking it's just slapstick bowler like hat. Like, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like Jesus, dude. And they could have been so much better if they had used that ending to actually have him have an arc, like, and you know, like show some courage on the battlefield, not just 
he accidentally took down some battle droids. Because at the end, he's still just Jar Jar. Yeah. All he does is introduce them to Boss Naz, and they're like, oh, you're a hero now. Yeah. Yeah, he really he really doesn't have any kind of a development in that Mm-mm. in that first episode at all. I mean, really in anything. You just you jump from one to two and somehow he's a fucking junior senator walking around. Well, and then like the I guess the case was made like, well, you know, in the first one, he's supposed to be about Anakin's age. He's like a young Gungan. I'm like, but you never explained that away or did anything with it. Like, I guess in exactly in early versions of episode two, he was going to be speaking differently on Coruscant and every now and then slip into his old Jar Jar accent, but they could have, they could have made him look different in episode two. Like this is what an adult Gungan looks like, or they could have made the other Gungans look a little different. Like, and, and why does boss Naz look so different than everything, everyone else in his species? Yeah. Like, he's like the boss battle. Like all of a sudden he's just, you, you become the King and you fucking, you just, your body <laughs> you blow up to a frog. Yeah. Like your, your stick out like, eyes like, somehow yeah. sink back into your head. Like <laughs> he's a bullfrog. That's what he reminded me. It was a bullfrog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was weird. Yeah. So I mean, it would have been weird one... character character design choices that didn't I mean, seem like they had the future in mind at all. Mm-hmm. Again, CGI, CGI, doing stuff because you could, not because it made yeah. sense. Exactly. I wish I don't know if I have a copy. I don't think I do. I mean, I don't even know if a copy exists. The original version of this film, Yoda was a puppet, mm-hmm. and then they went back and CG'd him because they didn't like. They just couldn't make it match. They, none of the puppets they made looked the way the first the episode five puppet looked like. Yeah. I'm like, I can't really remember what it looked like, except that I know the mouth was so weird that when I was sitting in the theater and they showed him for the first time, I th- honestly thought Yoda had a mustache because the top lip was like puffier. And I, I was distracted for that whole council scene. I'm like, dude, is Yoda rocking a mustache? And I was just <laughs> looking like, is that a mustache? <laughs> I just wrote a brand new fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Yoda with a fucking full-on Fu Manchu <laughs> in his younger years. The Young Yoda Chronicles. Yeah, because every time yeah, they that, I would be that would basically be Stewie Griffin walking around, right? Talking weirdo <laughs> talk. But what if he talks? He talks normal, and then he got like hit on the head, and he's like, "Oh, that would be awesome." I almost said someday when we find when we get to see another one of his species, I'm like, wait, we already have, but we haven't heard them talk yet. Yeah, We've seen Yaddle, talking. but we haven't heard Yaddle talk. But we, with Grogu, you still haven't heard. Like, I would 50 just love years it if, old and he doesn't talk. I, I would just love if we finally get to meet another one of Yoda's species that does talk, and they don't talk like Yoda, and you're just like, yeah. oh, he's just a weirdo. He's a weirdo. <laughs> no, I want I want to see Yoda go on like a serious MDMA trip and then come out of it like, do or do not. There is no try, bitch. Like, <laughs> what is it like DMT or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> those, MDMA's just Molly. Like, I, I just want to get like super stoned and then like just trip his balls off. Peyote. And then, yeah, space peyote. Space peyote. <laughs> space DMT. He saw aliens, bro. Yeah, they're right over there. They're like, there's hundreds of aliens around here. That's where midichlorians came from. He's like, there's these little things in our blood. It's just bacteria. And the only reason it caught on is because he's teaching all the little kids. (laughs) (laughs) Master Yoda, how did you know we were were force sensitive? All right. I tested your blood. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when I came to your house at night, man? 
I like the idea that Yoda was a pervert until he became a master. I like the idea that he was a stoner. I think that's better. <laughs> stoner pervert, either way. And now everyone thinks he's just wise because he just says like random shit when he's stoned. <laughs> Dude, Yoda's still a stoner. Yeah. I'm going to be stronger that's why I, than... I, I, that, what's, what's his line when Anakin's like, I'm going to be stronger than Master Windu and wiser than Master Yoda. You should see like Obi-Wan just kind of giggling in the back. Like, <laughs> he still <laughs> thinks Yoda's wise. He hasn't caught on to his bullshit yet. <laughs> yeah, bro. You can, you can be wise like Yoda all you want. I mean, when you think about um, when Bill and Ted are like, have to come up with something deep and they're just like, be excellent to each other. You could just see like Yoda when he was supposed to take the trials and they're like, what did you learn? He's like, do or do not. There is no <laughs> there try. Is no and the trials is just like, ooh. Oh. And he's like, I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> my little <laughs> green ass. <laughs> I just want to see like a young Qui-Gon and like an, uh, an older uh, Dooku. And Dooku's like, oh. hey. And he pulls a little baggie. You want a little Yoda dust? And like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no dooku shows it to him and says have you ever tried any of this and qui-gon takes the whole bag and it's like there is no try <laughs> <laughs> oh. <getting> meta there <laughs> kitty kitty you guys want to see a kitty cat butthole go on i'm waiting no no okay it's up to her when she shows it it's not it's not up to me I think we'll ever see pod racing again. Um, not unless no. you play the pod racer video game. <laughs> Which was like what? $10 we'll ever... on the Nintendo store? I think... I think if someone else had made the sequel trilogy, we would have seen more callbacks to the original. Like if it was somebody that had a reverence for all six and wanted to tie it all together... But JJ was not a fan. And so I don't necessarily know that we would have seen pod racing, but I think maybe we would have seen more actual connections. Like I, I read recently when they blew up Hosnian Prime, he wanted that to be Coruscant. And I, I kind of make feel like that was him giving a middle finger to the, to the originals. And Lucasfilm was like, no, just make up a new planet. You cannot blow up Coruscant. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I think that was probably his first thing. Like, all right, first thing we're going to do, that planet Coruscant, city planet, Blowing it up. <laughs> I think everyone will know where I'm going from here. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever see another giant space station that'll suck energy from somewhere and shoot it out at things? Um, yeah, in 11, 12, and, no, 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> All right, what's it going to be this time? We're going to make this bigger star. It's going to be bigger. All right, the first one was the size of a moon. The second one was a whole planet. The next one, the size of a sun. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and after that, a black hole. Yeah. Instead of shooting, we suck it in. <laughs> uh. All right, last question on this movie. The MVP of the film. Watto. Watto. MVP of the film? Sure, of this film, not of the not of the trilogy. Hmm. Hmm. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? That's hard. And Padme. Padme? I know I could, I could make some kind of a stupid joke answer. I mean, 
Maul's cool, but he dies. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon's cool, but he dies. Mm-hmm. Obi makes sense because he avenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He avenges, Young- and then he also, like, he kind of, he, he, he wants to train Anakin, even though the council said no. Yeah. Sure. He steps up. I guess. Young, yeah. young Annie just fucking, he, he jar jars his way through it. He's just an exposition mis- machine. What's that? What's that? What are midichlorians? Mm-hmm. Are you, what's, is that a laser sword? What's going on here? No one he can kill a Jedi. He lucked into that podcast win, or that pod, that uh, pod racer win. Be awesome if, if Ann, we find out that Annie had a podcast. <laughs> podcast as in during the pod race. Little, little Annie and Kitster just sitting around <laughs> talking about life on Tatooine. <laughs> Did we ever get to see Sebulba again? Uh, I don't no. think so. No. To something? Mm-mm. Because when Anakin goes back. New fanfic. There you go. When Anakin goes back, like he, you see him go see Watto, and then next thing you know, he's basically out the Lars homestead. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm giving MVP. I'm looking at a different way of not who is the most important to the story, but like, uh, not in universe, but out of universe. I'm saying Maul because that's the reason I still watch this movie is for his scenes. I think I think Ewan McGregor was but, was good in this one, but he really started to come into his own in, in the next two. Like he didn't yeah, have he a whole a lot to do in this. Man. Yeah, he's just along for the ride. He's just, but like, I, and I'm sure this exists on YouTube, but I've never looked for it. But if there's just a supercut of all of Maul's scenes, I could just sit down and watch that instead of watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason I, I, I watch this that. movie is for that that ending battle. That that was, you know, at that point that was unlike anything. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe the whole time I was sitting there, the very first night watching this, going, "There's some weird stuff in this movie." And then you get to the end. And you get to do 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 do, and you're just like, holy shit! And you forget everything that just happened. Yeah, and because I do remember every time it cut away to the Gungans fighting the battle droids, I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no. because let's fuck. go, let's go. Okay, get okay. back to the dude with the spikes in his head. Let's go. It's it funny. I was thinking about uh, going into this movie before I knew anything. Some at some point, I was watch. I had been watching the pre or the original trilogy so much. I'm like, okay, in A New Hope, there's basically one thing going on at the end of the movie. They're just trying to blow up the Death Star. In the end of Empire, you had two things going on. They were trying to get Han out, and then you have Luke fighting Vader, and it just would cut back and forth between the two. By the time you get to Jedi, there's three things going on. You had the space battle. You had them the group down on Endor trying to blow up the, the shield, and then you had Luke and Vader on the Death Star fighting. And I just... Thinking about when new movies come in, I was like, I hope there's four things going on at the end of this one. Got to raise the stakes. And there were. You had the queen trying to take over the castle. Well, not the castle, but, you know, the palace. You had Anakin in space. You had the Gungans fighting the battle droids. And then you had the duel of the fates. And in the end, I was like, fuck, there shouldn't have been four things. Because <laughs> <laughs> it meant it take, took way too long to cycle through all of them to come back to the lightsaber battle. Or it should have been lightsabers. Here's the queen. Lightsabers. Here's Anakin. Lightsabers. Here's, here's what Jar Jar is doing. Lightsabers again. <laughs> but every time they cut away, I was like, damn it. <laughs> they should have had like just a quick scene of like uh, Sidious, but you don't know he's Sidious yet, but just sitting in an office somewhere eating tapioca. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Meanwhile, just, like, <laughs> mm. um, I have another MVP. Who's the MVP? John Williams. John oh, well, fucking yeah. Williams. 
No, seriously. Like, seriously, like because the, the, the soundtrack, the, the score is amazing. It is. And he did a lot of things that were similar to the prequels, but I mean, to the originals, but then he came in with Duel of the Fates that was exactly. unlike that's, anything yeah. else. And that's yep. the one you remember. Yep. I remember um, like watching a behind the scenes of like them recording Duel of the Fates and bringing in like the choir and have the orchestra there. That was amazing. He's probably like, you know, I wrote all this great Star Wars music in the 70s and 80s, but I've had 16 years to think about what I would do differently. <laughs> Check this shit out. <laughs> I wonder if he was like the one guy that could could just tell he's got to be the one guy involved with this movie that could just tell George Lucas, no, I'm doing this. <laughs> George probably. probably That's not really how we did it. in the other one. Nope, George. <laughs> Trust I wrote me. this. It's badass. Yeah. <laughs> again, again, going backwards and making things better. You know. <laughs> again, I mean, like I, the soundtracks for the original three were amazing, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember the 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 trailer and like you know hearing Duel of Fates and like. Going, holy shit you know because i mean back then i was really into music and and you know still doing performances and stuff like that and it was like good god i want to play that music because that song didn't even show up in any form in the in the sequels at all i was like that's what you well, call back to wait in, so it, not in four five six right that's what no i'm talking about in, in like the sequel sequels seven eight nine uh, oh no no it didn't, come didn't call back to that at all and like that's nope. that's that should have in a perfect world been in the final movie like this is the big finish where we started in um, Mm -hmm. number one but there's no big duel at the end there's lightning and two cross sabers so that and then like just a massive air battle going about and going on the talking about nine yeah 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 i don't know seven eight nine it's a different beast (laughs) Mm. it did have one of my favorite star wars songs though this song <laughs> Did you get your butt wiped? He's asking you, Tim. Jesus. I was like, I, did you see how quick my head whipped around? I'm like, what the fuck? God. Jesus Christ, Patrick. Jesus Christ. We're Jesus Christ, Patrick. Yeah, I, didn't I, know. Say I started to say Patrick. Man. I'm, just, I'm just so used to it on these podcasts. I've got a headset on the microphone in front of me. How you doing on time, Kevin? You want to do one more or do you need to go to bed? I, I'm going to need to get, like, I can hear, like, Chloe having a meltdown. Meltdown. Again. Yeah. She's trying to get shit out of her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a whole other reason why I don't want kids. Because they teach them how to pull shit out of their asshole. It's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm numb to it, really. I'm numb. Yeah, see, I don't want to get to that place. It's like you look, is that poop or is that chocolate? No, it's always poop. Come on, bro. It's never. Why the fuck would it be chocolate? So I have that, and I have a, I have a puppy. Well, the puppy is actually more potty trained than the kid is now. I think when Tim has kids, he's gonna box train them. <laughs> you shit in that fucking box. That one's the cat's. That one's yours. If you use the wrong one, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I do shame my daughter in telling her that the dog is only six months old and knows how to use it. Right, no, yeah. 
knows that she needs to go outside and use the potty. Yeah, but dogs have the weird scissor butthole where it's like, I gotta poop, and it just cuts that motherfucker off. Whereas people, it's, it's more like a mashing effect. It doesn't really like chop it. It just and it's still. What? You know what my you know what my dumb dog did today? So she goes to doggy daycare, and so I have to pick her up by 5.30. So I go get her, and uh, so she's in the front seat with me driving home. And I actually have dog. So uh, I have her, like, I have one of those, like, leash things that buckle into your seatbelt so she doesn't, like, start running around the car. So we get home. She's, like, really wants to get out of the car. So, like, I I put her leash on, and she's still latched to the the seatbelt. She jumps out oh, and like literally gets turned around, just hanging out the side of my car. I'm like, oh my god! And, like, like grab her, like holding her, and then like trying to like, unleash the unrelease, you know, release the belt thing. Meanwhile, she's like just looking at my face. I'm like, such a dumb dog. But then she runs into the grass and just has this massive like diarrhea poop like all over my oh, front lawn. Perfect like, timing. It didn't happen in the car or on your door. Like, well, I I think that's what she was doing. That she was trying to get out of the car. She she knew it was coming. <laughs> so, <a> shit, bro. <laughs> this is like, happening. Smart dog, good dog. Is this is happening with or without you. Get on board or get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Did you get your butt wiped? I'd fucking love that, actually, Kevin. That'd be great.